Have you ever had those moments in your journey with God where you start to ask things of him like, why didn't I get this? Or why did this happen to me? Or, hmm, how come they got to have that and I got to have this? You know, as if somehow God owes us any explanation at all. You know, he's the creator of the entire universe, yet we still feel like we can come to him and question his motives somehow. And and he's so much bigger than all of that. But I think that's what I love most is that he doesn't mind if we come to him with those questions, you know? Um, and maybe you don't do that and you're listening to this podcast and um, that's not something you've ever done. But for me, I think the biggest example of that was when I first came to faith and started to be witness to these wonderful families that had generational legacy of faith, right? Like people who attended a church because their great-great-grandparent did, or they could share stories about their great-great-grandfather or great-great-great-great-grandfather and so on and so forth, who were just wonderful Bible-believing Christians. And to be honest, I hadn't realized that that was even a thing. Um, And so, you know, then you start to have this kind of little woe is me moment, right? Thinking, well, God, like, you know, why do some people have that legacy of faith in particular? Or you hear stories about, you know, people who had gone through these things in their teen years and or when they were children and they just knew because their their grandmother was, you know, praying for them and, and they were on their grandmother's prayer list. And so they felt just so comforted by that. And so that is not a part of my journey and that's okay. But... I often thought about that. I would think about like, like who was praying for me? Like as if, as if God only works within our family structure, right? And I remember one day asking my mom about this little white house, or when I was a kid, actually, it felt, it looked like a mansion because it had, um, you know, this, this beautiful uh, exterior it was all white. And I remembered going to this home and playing with a lot of children, but my brother and sister were not there with me, but my mother was. And I remember asking one day, like, what was that all about? And my mother said, Well, that was a ladies' Bible study, which I thought was interesting because we didn't belong to a local church. And she said to me that the woman that I used to go to, 
um, down the street who was my babysitter. Um, I used to call her the tallest woman in the world. Isn't it so funny how when you're a kid, you see through these, these beautiful eyes of just wonder and excitement and everything just seems so much larger than life, right? And my babysitter, I called her the tallest woman in the world. I'm sure that was just because she was just much taller than, than most of my family. But she definitely isn't the tallest woman in the world. I just want to be clear. She's, she's not the one from the Guinness Book of World Records. But it was her Bible study. And so then I started asking, like, how did that happen? How did we end up there? And my mother said that one day when she went to pick me up, that this tallest woman in the world asked my mother if she might be available the following week to look after some children because the woman who used to watch them for their Bible study, suddenly her husband got called uh, away for work to another province. And it seemed very random and not expected. And so here they were uh, wanting to continue their Bible study and having all these children and, and, and wondering who they could have to take care of them. So they asked my mother, and of course my mother, who is just, yeah, just one of those most lovely, genuinely good people, um, who, by the way, taught me so many Christian values, even though they perhaps weren't highlighted that way. But my mother is one of those people that just loves people well. And so, of course, she said yes. And my mother said that that's how we started going there, is we would be uh, in the basement of this house, all me and these lots of other children, and that the women's Bible study would be upstairs. And it's so fascinating to me that I didn't realize that that's what it was. I just knew that I got to go somewhere to have fun and my mom was there with me. But as soon as she shared that story with me, I had to go back to that house. I, I have this thing in my life about doorways that God has passed me through so many different doorways in my life. And, you know, one day I would love to do um, a little book, a little devotional about the doorways that God has, has sent me through. Anyway, that's another time. But so I wanted to go back. I wanted to take a picture of this doorway so that I would always have a really reflection of this time that I was in this place, just another piece of the journey. And so one day driving to my parents, um, 
I slow down to find the house. Now, you have to understand, this house is now sort of standing alone. And on either side of it are these huge new builds. Um, there's condominiums on one side and townhouses on the other. And right in the middle is this little white house, by the way. It's, it's certainly not a mansion. Um, but there it was. And so I pulled into the driveway. Yes, I know it sounds a little bit strange, but I pull into the driveway and I say, God, I just need a picture. And then I will go thinking it's been so long that whoever lives here now will hopefully not be home um, because I just want to get this photograph and, and kind of move on. But just really also in my mind, having these conversations with God about this place that he had me and my mother, you know? And so I walk up to the door to take a photograph and out comes two women. I mean, of course, right? What are the odds? <laughs> and so of course they ask what I'm doing. I'm taking a picture of their front door. Nothing weird about that, right? And I said, I'm really sorry. This is going to sound totally weird and not make any sense to you, but when I was a little girl, um, I came to this place um, and then the people, the, the woman had a Bible study here and my mom um, babysat the kids in the basement, but we were not a part of the church, but we were here. And I know it sounds really weird, but I said, you know, and you're going to think I'm making this name up even, but her name was Mrs. Willoughby. And this woman grabbed my arm and said, the Lord has brought you here. I'm not kidding. It was like one of those really weird scenes out of, you know, some of those cheesy Christian movies that you watch, like, ah, like seriously, it was very weird. And I was like, wait, what? She said to me, this is my mother's home, Mrs. Willoughby. And she's in a home now because she's quite old. But she said, the Lord has brought you here. She said, my mother still talks about the ways that that woman's Bible study prayed for the children that were in their care in the basement. And she wonders what path God has led them each on. And look at you here, coming back to share. It was the most strange, awkward, wonderful moments of my life. She embraced me and she said, please tell me, tell me about your life. And so I did. I mean, I told her, I told her about the, the darkness and the fear that I had and the ways in which I was just a complete prodigal child. Um, but also, I shared with her the ways that God met me along the way, the way I can see now looking back. And I shared my testimony with her about how God embraced me and loved me and forgave me and 
my life and how it was now and what was going on and what I was doing. And she was just so full of joy. There were tears in her eyes and she said, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. We are going to see our mother now and we are going to tell her all about your journey with Jesus and that her prayers were answered. Like, can you believe this? So all of this time in my faith journey, I'm thinking, oh, woe is me, God. Like, I don't have generational um, people of faith in my family who are praying for me. Whoa, 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 where were you? Why didn't I have this? And here we go. God is saying, hello. You had people in the upper room. Sounds familiar, right? People in the upper room praying for you. Their prayers going up to God and falling upon your life. And there it was. You see, God doesn't ever owe us an explanation. But for me, there are so many times when he just says, just wait and I'll show you. And this was one of those, I'll show you moments. I went to my parents after that and got to share the story with my mother. And she was just so full of joy as well. Imagine just times in your life where my mother takes on this, this babysitting task that these women asked her to do just because she knew they needed help and that's who my mother is. But I got to share with her what God had been doing and the way that he shows up in our life Sometimes when we notice and most times when we don't. You know, when I started to think about that connection to that woman's Bible study and, and the tallest woman in the world whose house I went to, I remember she would take me once a week to a little place called the Acorn Tea Room with another lady across the street. And we would meet other women at this little Acorn Tea Room. And I never thought anything of it. All I remember is that I got a large chocolate milk, which again, through the eyes of, of my, my child eyes, was the biggest, tallest glass of chocolate milk ever, and a warm Danish. But she was taking me there to meet up with some of those women from that Bible study. Imagine God placing people in our lives all the time who are praying for us. What a gift that is. Can you imagine me whining and complaining that I don't have some sort of legacy of prayer? And, you know, I don't even know that. I don't know how far back there were people who were praying for future generations. But what I do know for sure is this, that women like Mrs. Willoughby and all of the women with her 
knew the importance of prayer. So much so that 40 years later, she's still asking and wondering about the children that they would pray for. I now understand the importance of my prayers for not just my children, but my grandchildren and future generations to come. And for children in my neighborhood, my nieces, my nephew, people I come in contact with, just strangers on the street, how important it is for us to pray for one another. And not because we can do anything, but because God does. And we can trust our prayers to him because he's working, he's moving. I will never forget that day on the driveway of Mrs. Willoughby's house. Her house is still standing there as if it's some sort of protest to, to all the modern buildings that are being built around it. Um, but I'll never forget that day that God can say, I know what I'm doing. I know what I've been doing from the day you were born since before you were born. I've been with you all along and maybe you didn't realize at the time, but ask me and I'll reveal to you the places where I have been. God is just so good. He doesn't need us to ask him for anything. He can do what he wants, but he's such a loving father and he longs to have a relationship with us. And prayers is one way for us to do that. I know that there are many other places in my life that I'm unaware of where people entered in and prayed for me. And I know for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that no matter where I've been in my life, what I've done and what I've gone through, God was always with me. And maybe you're listening to this and you are wondering why you don't have some sort of legacy of faith. Maybe you wonder or you feel alone, even in your faith journey, you wonder where your community is, the people who are praying for you. I want you to know that God is always with you. He is always creating a way. He's always performing miracles, some that we see and often many that we don't. But you are not alone. You are loved you are seen and you are heard by the creator of the entire freaking universe. And that is the truth. He loves you. Please don't ever forget that. Thanks for listening.